We just signed new executive searches in the last week in New York, Colorado, and Texas. So you'll be seeing all of those here. First up in the city of Long Beach, California, they're looking for a director of economic development. Arian's company, leader in the outdoor power equipment industry, will locate its new manufacturing and warehousing facility in Fayetteville, Tennessee. $38 million project is expected to create 369 jobs. The uh, city of Pittsburgh has been using some of their ARPA funding in a pretty unique way. They have partnered with their urban redevelopment group, the URA, in Pittsburgh. Next Move Group, the voice of economic development. Here is Chad Chancellor. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Welcome to this week's YouTube Economic Development Newscast. First of all, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. If you know my story, you'll know that really my father's the inspiration behind me really caring about economic development. That is my why. If you ever hear the story about your why, that's my why. My father worked at a blanket factory when I was nine or 10 years old, and his job got shipped overseas. Uh, and then, you know, he worked at a blanket factory. And think about this. This was in the early 90s. And then imagine how I felt when in 2020, I'm sitting there watching the governor of New York say, we don't have enough blankets for our nurses. My brother's a nurse practitioner. We don't have enough masks and gowns and all. It was absolutely insulting when my father's job, his twin brother's job, my aunt's and uncle's job got shipped overseas in the 1990s. So every day I get up thinking about how do we create jobs for blue collar people just like my father. So happy Father's Day to him. Happy Father's Day for everybody out there. As far as next move group is concerned, our activity is really ratcheting up. We just signed new executive searches in the last week in New York, Colorado, and Texas. So you'll be seeing all of those here in the next week or so as we dribble those out, both in economic development and chamber of commerce world. Uh, we've got new site selection clients we're representing from both Germany and Canada. So a new site selection clients from Germany and Canada should be wrapping up a Brazilian site selection client we've been representing for a while. Uh, we're very active in our economic development and elected officials board trainings program. I spent last week in East Kentucky for AEP Kentucky Power doing two different elected officials training courses. They're about two and a half hours each on what elected officials can do to drive economic development. They seem to go over very, very well. We've already gotten good testimonials. Uh, we did that for the power company. We're doing the same thing for Evergy Electric Power, which is over in the Kansas City area uh, next month. We did it for Florida State University last month. So if you need help training your board or your elected officials, you let us know. Right along those lines, Typically, to do an in-person board training or Zoom board training, you know, that's pretty expensive. Oh, we sell videos training your board. That's just a video for everybody, but that's also expensive. It's around $300, but we came up with an idea. What if we train boards five minutes at a time? little lesson at a time and then you can show it to your board maybe at this board meeting or when you get new board members or whatever that's an idea we came up with we launched it in june we've already sold several of these videos they're 37 dollars 95 cents they're not very expensive what we want to do is help train your boards a little at a time the first lesson in june is on confidentiality why does confidentiality matter there are real reasons it matters. It's not just pretend stuff. There are real reasons. Let us train your board so you don't have to be the bad guy. In July, we'll have another lesson. We'll just keep building on these five minutes at a time. Our product of the month this month is business retention expansion. Maybe you ought to outsource some of it. Many economic developers, especially in small to mid-sized organizations, don't have the staff 
or the technical expertise or, or uh, the time to go out and do all the BRE on their own. There's two ways to do BRE. You want to have a relationship model where you get to know all your plant managers and HR managers, and then you want to survey all your businesses. See, the relationship model, you learn micro trends. What's happening with this business or that one? When you survey businesses, you learn macro trends. What's happening to all our businesses as a whole? What's happening to all our retailers, all our restaurants, all our fuel stations, whatever the case may be, then you can track those changes over the years. It takes a lot of time. It's a full-time job. It takes a lot of time and effort to do it. So uh, our success with Next Move Group has come. Goldman Sachs taught us about five years ago, we need to start outsourcing some stuff. Well, ever since we did that, our revenues went up about four times. So I think economic developers might want to outsource some stuff. So if you're interested in us doing 100 Zooms a year for you, or us uh, surveying all your business members on an annual basis and creating a benchmark to check them by, you get up with us and let us know. Everybody wants to know my opinion of the College World Series because Ole Miss is in. Surely to goodness, Ole Miss cannot win the College World Series the year after Mississippi State does. Well, they're in the winner's bracket. By the time you watch this, they'll be playing on Monday night. I do not think they can win. I don't think they have the pitching. I would be highly surprised if they beat Arkansas tonight. Arkansas is a winning program. Now, if they beat Arkansas tonight, they very well might make the finals. I mean, Dylan DeLucha, that pitcher that pitched yesterday is fantastic, but he's the only good pitcher they have as far as I'm concerned. Well, he can only pitch so many times, but if they win tonight, they go all the way to like Thursday before they got to play again. And so it could be that they set him up to pitch uh, to get them to the finals. If they lose tonight, I just don't see any way they can come out of the loser's bracket. They don't have enough pitches. Arkansas is a tremendous, tremendous team. And I would be surprised if Ole Miss wins tonight. If they do, then they got to, you know, get in there and deal uh, themselves with Auburn. You know, again, they already beat Auburn once, but they would have to beat them again. Stanford's not a bad baseball team, but I think Auburn will beat them. So, you know, Ole Miss has got to basically beat Arkansas and Auburn two or three more times, according to if they lose or not. And then if they made the finals, you know, you figure you're probably going to have to beat no today. If I had to guess, and I don't know, I just don't think they can do it. No, they cannot win the World Series the year to Mississippi State did. That that would not tarnish our World Series, but I would tell you it would diminish some of the joy. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. So no, they cannot do that. As far as the St. Louis Cardinals, they're playing pretty good baseball. Uh, went up to the Reds. It's hard to win at Fenway Park. Went up there and lost the series, but they're tied with the Brewers or like half a game back, whatever the case may be. As we come up to the All-Star game, so they are right in contention. The, the U.S. Open just finished. The U.S. Open golf. It was a fantastic, fantastic tournament. Matthew Fitzpatrick just won the U.S. Open, his first ever victory on American soil. He hit 17 of 18 greens. It was as good of a ball striking round as I guess I've ever seen. And he also put it well, but he hit 17 of 18 greens. I thought Scotty Scheffler was going to beat him, but he just couldn't quite get it done. Will Zalatoris hits the ball great. Didn't hit it as good as Matthew Fitzpatrick, but his putting stroke. I don't know if y'all have watched Will Zalatoris. He takes the putter back inside like this and loops it over. He's going to have a hard time winning with that putting from, he better get better at it. But Matthew Fitzpatrick won the tournament on the 18th hole. He was in the fairway bunker and had a, a, a lip in front of him. And it was a hard, hard shot. And he hit a nice fade out of it. 
which brings up our golf tip of the week. Next time you get in a fairway bunker, the way you want to hit the fairway bunker, the mistake you made is you slide around on that sand. You don't ever get yourself a good foundation. What you want to do is put the sand up outside both of your feet. See, if this is your feet level, dig your, dig your foot in this away with your front foot. So that sand up against it. Now you got a backstop to hit against. You're not going to be sliding all around. Same with the other foot, with your back foot. Dig your foot in this away horizontally so you got sand behind it. Now you have a base to rotate round. You won't be sliding back and forth. When the fairway bunker where you mess up is when you slide back and forth and you lose your way. If you ground your feet like that, pitch them in where there's sand outside it, you should be steady. You'll hit the ball good. Whether or not you hit it like Matthew Fitzpatrick did on that one, I don't know, but you'll hit it good. You'll get out of those traps. Due to various demands on time and resources, economic development and trade and export agencies often struggle to complete effective market research and business outreach campaigns. For the past 10 plus years, Research FDI, along with our affiliated consulting groups at Research B2B and FDI 365, have leveraged our in-house knowledge, resources, and expertise in market research and consulting to help over 250 organizations directly facilitate inward investment attraction and new trade and export opportunities for their regions across a wide variety of industry sectors. Our highly personalized services and best cost to quality ratio in the industry ensures our client satisfaction, leading to repeat customers year after year. What are you waiting for? Leave the market research and business outreach to the expert team at Research FDI. To learn more about our services, contact us today. Welcome back to another week of jobs with the Next Move Group. We're going to cover positions all the way from California to Oklahoma. So let's get started. First up, in the city of Long Beach, California, they're looking for a director of economic development. The city of Long Beach, which has a population of 470,000, is located on the Pacific Ocean and is south of Los Angeles and adjacent to Orange County. Reporting to the city manager, the director of economic development leads a department of 87 full-time employees and has a fiscal 2021 to 2022 budget of 20.4 million. His budget is organized across four bureaus, which is the uh, business operations, business development, real estate development, and workforce development bureaus. To be a good fit, the director must exhibit sophisticated political acumen and the ability to perform in a complex, dynamic environment. Six years of experience in the field and a bachelor's degree in business or public administration, planning, economics, or relevant uh, discipline is required. Three years of management experience is preferred and experience serving a diverse community and working in and with an organization of similar complexity is desired. A master's degree is considered favorable as well. The salary range for this position is $200,000 to $225,000. For additional information and to apply, you can visit www.tbcrecruiting.com. Questions can be directed to Tina White with Terry Black & Company, LLC, before the deadline of July 17th. Next up, the Fayetteville-Cumberland Economic Development Corporation in North Carolina is looking for a director of existing industry. So the current director is retiring and the corporation is beginning its search for a replacement. The director of existing industry is charged with continuing and expanding their award-winning program. And this individual will serve as a liaison between the organization and local businesses 
helping to troubleshoot issues and assist with opportunities and growth and expansion. Successful candidates will possess excellent communication skills and either a relevant degree or substantial and related work experience. The salary range for this position is 50 to 60,000. For detailed job description, please uh, follow the link provided and resumes can be sent to info at fayedc.com. Next up, the City of Bowie, Maryland is looking for a business retention specialist. The business retention specialist performs advanced professional economic and community development work, manages key projects from inception to completion, conducts business recruitment and retention activities, implements commercial district revitalization efforts, acts as a liaison between business and community groups, and performs departmental administrative functions. This position reports to the economic development director while conducting economic development policy analyses and development. Minimum qualifications include a bachelor's degree in economic development, urban planning, public administration, marketing, finance, or related fields. Four years of experience in economic or community development, business assistance, commercial development, or business retention programs is also preferred. The salary range for this role is $80,000 to $90,000. You can apply by visiting the city's website at www.cityofboe.org and click the employment link. The last day to apply is Friday, July 15th by 5 p.m. Next up, the Greater Brownsville Incentive Corporation in Texas is looking for a director of international business. The Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation currently has an opening for a director of international business development and is under the leadership of the executive director and CEO. Uh, the director will provide direction and oversight for the organization's business and development, uh, company recruitment and expansion efforts in Mexico, Canada, and globally. The position is responsible for fostering strong collaborative relationships with Matamoros, Mexico, and other strategic manufacturing hubs throughout Mexico and internationally. Minimum requirements include a bachelor's degree in international business, business administration, public administration, economic development, economics, or a similar field. A minimum of seven years experience in economic development, business retention, real estate, urban development, urban planning, or municipal government, of which two years must be involved with international business development is required. A master's degree can be substituted for up to two years of that required experience. To apply, submit a cover letter and resume to Helen Ramirez via physical mail or by email to hramirez at greaterbrownsville.com. Last but not least, the Greater Oklahoma City Chamber of Commerce is looking for a president and CEO. The Greater Oklahoma City Chamber of Commerce has been the voice of business and the visionary organization in Oklahoma City for more than a century. The Chamber serves as a primary economic development organization in the 10 county region and manages the Oklahoma City Convention and Visitors Bureau and is one of the lead organizations driving community development in the city. The ideal candidate will demonstrate a proven track record of accomplishment and success in an executive position with significant staff leadership, financial, and strategic responsibility. A bachelor's degree is required. An advanced degree in business, law, or related field is considered a plus. A bachelor's degree is required. An advanced degree in business, law, or related field is considered a plus. The salary for this position is $250,000 and up. Questions can be directed to either Eric M. Peterson, the Managing Director and Principal of Waverly Partners, at 440-892-5961, or Debbie M. Galbraith, another Managing Director and Partner with Waverly Partners, at 785-856-9273. 
That's going to be it for jobs available across the U.S. with Makes Moves Group. As always, stay tuned for more and good luck in the job search. Hello and welcome to this week's segment of Rounding the Bases on the Next Move Group newscast. I'm your host, Chuck Sexton, CEO, and it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I have been down with COVID, if you've probably heard on the podcast. Uh, so is Ivy, our COO. Uh, it has not been too bad. Thankfully, the symptoms have been mild. I've had a lot of vitamins in my system for a long time now. I take vitamins daily. My doctor said that probably helped with my mild symptoms quite a bit. And so I'm glad to be back on here with you and join you and talk about some of the great things that have been going on in the past couple of weeks across the country. Arian's company, a leader in the outdoor power equipment industry, will locate its new manufacturing and warehousing facility in Fayetteville, Tennessee. $38 million project is expected to create 369 jobs. Dymax Corporation, a global chemical and plastics manufacturer, will open a new manufacturing center in Monroe, North Carolina. $46.7 million project expected to create 227 new jobs. The company's going to establish a manufacturing warehouse and office space of more than 100,000 square feet in Union County. Omnis Building Technologies, Ashland, a startup manufacturer of economical, sustainable, and fire-resistant doors and cabinetry, will establish a new facility at the Wortland Riverport in Greenup County, Kentucky. The $45.5 million project is expected to create 55 jobs. I definitely wanted to mention that one. We'll be with folks in Ashland on uh, doing some education and training uh, next week. Advanced Call Center Technologies will establish new operations in Bristol and Kingsport, Tennessee. The projects are expected to create 650 new jobs. The company will create 350 jobs in Kingsport and 300 in Bristol. In addition, ACT has two existing operations in Johnson City, which employ more than 2,000 people in the Tri-Cities area. So continuing to grow is also a very good thing in economic development, growing the, the companies that are there, <clears throat> continuing to be a location of choice. So congrats to Clay Walker and the team down there. Flow, a leading North American electric vehicle charging network operator and smart charging solutions provider, will locate a new electric vehicle charger manufacturing facility in Auburn Hills, Michigan. It's a $3 million project expected to create 133 jobs. The location will be Flow's first U.S. manufacturing facility and will produce 250,000 EV chargers by 2028 for the U.S. market. Obviously, something that's hot on the minds from a logistics standpoint uh, with the rollout of new EV vehicles <clears throat> and things that are happening within the automotive sector. you got to have those EV charging stations uh, readily available across the country for uh, you know if we're going to hit those goals that are out there. And this one is near and dear to my heart, as you all know. I'm a big fan of the bourbon and Four Roses Distillery announced they will invest $23 million to construct new warehouses in Cox Creek, Kentucky. They're going to build 17 warehouses, totaling 776,000 square feet. They currently employ 137 people in Kentucky, including 20 at an existing warehouse. The growth of the bourbon market has been really interesting the past few years, and I just want to especially congratulate my friend Brent Elliott, who's master distiller at Four Roses. Um, this was a nice gift from him. Last time we were together, it's a single barrel, barrel strength bourbon. He always takes care of us anytime we're there at the distillery. And hopefully one of these days, we'll be able to incorporate some of our next move group um, uh, future events uh, with some of the bourbon trail in Kentucky. That's some things that we're thinking about and planning. If you have an announcement you would like to see featured on this portion of the newscast, please reach out. Let me know. Also, don't forget to check out the podcast. We've got a lot of great guests that have been on and we've got a lot of great guests that are coming up. So until next time, thanks. I'm Ivy Stanley, COO of Next Move Group. I want to take a moment to say thank you to all of the clients I've had to work with over the last couple of weeks and all the phone calls I've missed as I've 
wandered through uh, the unknown territory of COVID quarantine. Um, as of today, I'm able to enter public and I'm very excited about that. I don't have to wear a mask and I'm no longer uh, considered positive for COVID. I feel a hundred times better than I have over the last two weeks. And uh, I just want to say thank you for everyone that's worked with me. And I wanted to make sure to share this little tidbit of information with you all regarding some ARPA funding opportunities that I came across in some research while I was sick. The uh, city of Pittsburgh has been using some of their ARPA funding in a pretty unique way. They have um, partnered with their urban redevelopment group, the URA in Pittsburgh, to do some spending over the next three years in a variety of areas to help uh, overcome economic adversity. And some of these ways include infrastructure projects, small business grants, um, direct spending in specific business districts, affordable housing programs, for sale housing development and land bank purchases. So I wanted to make sure that URA.org is a great place to look if you're trying to figure out how to spend some of your ARPA funding in your community and you're looking for a little inspiration or someone to talk to. The group there at the URA, I'm sure will be more than happy to speak with you. I appreciate everyone uh, tuning in and until next week, thank you.